Dustin. Hello, Uber. How are you, sir? I'm good. Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> did I make it? Did, did you make it? Did I make it um, through my, my moving odyssey? Yes, you had quite the the trek. I did. I I had I had much I had I had a, a can I get this damn thing out the oh uh, I did I had I had a heck of a trek and um I'm I'm happy to be uh, at my at my my destination my final destination um yes. so we yeah we we're in the house man we made it um nice we did it so uh much celebration to be had um sweet uh the the day before we were supposed to move um. I think it was maybe Monday, Tuesday morning. Uh, we moved on, on a Thursday. Um, but the mornings leading up to it where we had to like make all the final phone calls and talk to like a lot of people, um, the pollen and mobile decided to kick up and I lost Ooh. my voice. So I spent, you can still hear it a little bit, but I, st- I spent a lot of last week, the, the uh, kind of voice, you know, <laughs> where, where, so it, it's, <clears throat> it sucked. So I'm, I'm, Pardon my voice for this show tonight. I'm just trying to not pardon it. Not pardon my voice. I have to I will uh, not pardon your voice. I won't get a pardon. No pardon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, so if you're listening, this is episode 295 of the Hoopercast Movie Hour. Uh. So thanks for uh, sticking with us. We were off last week, and uh, now you know why. Because I was moving. Um, I'm now in the the new. Uh, what, I mean, we each time we've we've we call it the Hooper Castle. <laughs> yeah, Hooper um, Castle. But uh, yeah, man, um, it's it's bigger. It's uh, it's better. Uh, it's too much <laughs> for Mister Incredible. Um, yeah, man, uh, I got more room here. This uh, this room I'm podcasting from is is larger. Um, the TV that I've got the uh, audio on is the TV that used to be my bedroom. So it's Ooh, like nice. this massive monitor, just awesome. Park it on my desk. Yeah. And I bought an HDMI splitter so I could use the third one over there. Um, uh, and I did, but the Mac mini can't handle it. All uh, I can do is mirror them and gotcha. then it'll, they'll just fail. Oh, um, wow. So I looked up, you can buy like a dock, like a, like a, like a, um, uh, whatever dock arrangement, um, from sure. Dell, but that's like 130 bucks. Of course. So I'm considering it, but, but today I won't, yeah. gotcha. um, birthday's coming up. Maybe I can yeah. squeeze it in there. Um, so my birthday is in May and May is usually movie season, uh, for sure. And, uh, it wasn't last year for a bunch of reasons. Um, well, one, one big reason, really one big reason. <laughs> um, but, uh, Okay, right off the bat, I don't like that my mixer's down here because I can't see where the knobs are. <laughs> That's going to have to change. Um, in the meantime, we're going to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. The Snyder Cut uh, arrived um, the, what, like a day or and a half after our last show. So yep. it took us about this entire hiatus to, <laughs> to watch it. Um, watch it. So yeah, so we're going to talk about it. Um, we'll talk about it in general um, quickly, and then we'll probably go into spoilers and give give more detailed thoughts on this this thing yeah um so all right well then how about this let's go ahead and hop into it let's listen to a little bit from the trailer for Zack snyder's justice league this world will fall. i need warriors i'm building an alliance to defend ourselves 
How do you know your team's strong enough? If you can't bring down the charging bush, then don't wave the red cape at it. You were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes you the rest of your life, find out what that reason is. All right. That's a little bit from Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is on HBO Max, this film. Uh, this this thing, this story um, came out uh, this year, 2021, um, and it's got a, a, a storied history behind it, um, which I'll briefly recap in a second. But yeah, this is on HBO Max uh, right now. So if you, um, I'm look, if you're listening to this, you've you know either watched is. it or you, you want to know what we thought of it to figure out why, you know, why you should watch it. But for some reason, yep. if you just a brief recap of the, how this came to be, um, Zack Snyder, uh, directed justice league, uh, for Warner brothers in 2017. And, um, there were initial sort of whispers, uh, inside the company that they weren't happy with his cut, his, his vision. Um, and, um, they were sort of, I think the story goes, they were sort of on their way to doing some reshoots or replacing him or something else. Um, there was already wheels in motion for another director to step in and help him finish the film. And then he suffered a family tragedy and he had to step away. Uh, and so Warner brothers full blown hired Joss Whedon, uh, to oversee reshoots, um, recolor grade a bunch of footage, punch up the script. Um, and the film that was released in 2017, I don't remember what we rated it, Dustin. We saw it. We didn't review it at the same time. You saw it earlier than I did. I saw it on a plane on my way to like San Diego or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I remember at least I th- it was probably like a three star for me. I think I didn't hate it. I was expecting to hate it as much as I didn't like Batman v Superman and I did not hate it. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought it was entertaining. I just thought it wasn't up to the, up to the standards that audiences have come to expect from the Marvel films. And I, I think at this point, if you love the DC um, extended universe films more than Marvel, it's a little bit tipping your finger on the scale. Like you're in the tank for DC, no matter what you, you, you like the characters better. You will insist that these films are better than the Marvel films. Um, and you'll just sort of, that's, that's just how you're going to operate. Well, and let me jump in there because I, I'm that I, like, I'm that person. I like the DC characters better than the Marvel characters, right. but I don't but. understand how you can find yourself in that camp because I'm looking at it going, but these aren't the characters that I like better than the Marvel characters. If I'm judging these characters yeah. versus the Mar- like the MCU characters, of course I like the MCU better. Right. But, but, but if you're judging like source material to source material, I'm a DC guy. Yeah. Um, so it's so strange to me that anybody's in this camp of like, this is the best interpretation of these characters the world has ever seen. And I'm just like, I, I cannot get there. <laughs> so I, I, I can't get there. The, the, so that film came out in 2017. And like I said, I was perfectly entertained. I didn't think I wasted my time. Um, and I was just like, all right, well, 
that was that. And, you know, you know, Warner Brothers sort of decided to go wibbly wobbly with their with their continuity. And and that's fine. That was working for them. And then there were whispers of the Snyder Cut. Um, Where's the Snyder Cut? Studio kept the Snyder Cut, released the Snyder Cut. And this fan base sort of willed it into existence um, to where, um, for better or worse, Warner Brothers essentially was sort of pressured um, to approach Zack Snyder or come to an agreement with Zack Snyder to let, to give him, I think the budget was $75 million to uh, finish his vision for this film. And, you know, so as far as what this movie is, you might think, oh, so it's a director's cut. Now a director's cut is where there were deleted scenes, extended scenes, alternate scenes that the director preferred to use. And the studio made him or her take them out and replace it with, other scenes or whatever to, to, to get the, the, the movie down to running time for a theater so they could. Yeah. More often than not, this is running time. It's like yeah. your, your cuts coming in two and a half hours. We can't market this as a two and a half hour film. Yeah. So you got to lose 30 minutes Yeah, or, or Hey, you're trying to go for a specific rating as it is. Mm-hmm. This is an R. This the is MPAs an R. come back. Yeah. This is an R rating. We can't sell it. You got to cut yeah. some blood out. You got to do something. Some, some curse words. Like you, yeah, yeah. you've got, you know, if you have a four hour rated R film, that's not only that's, that's an audience you can't sell it to. That's the, you know, so now kids can't go see it or young teens can't go see it. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, theaters can't run as many showings of it because it's too long. It can only run like three times a day as opposed to like six times a day. Um, so that's less money. That's less tickets being sold. So Mm -hmm. that's sort of the way that goes. So, um, but this is not a director's cut. This is a director's revision is what I like to call it. This is an opportunity for Zack Snyder to look uh, cynically. He took some feedback from the crowd and he worked it into the film. Um, idealistically, this was his vision and he just wanted to finish it. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say Zack Snyder was given a golden opportunity by a studio to finish his vision of a film that he didn't get to finish and to put out what he, how he wanted it to go without the restrictions of a theater, a theatrical release. He could make it as gore as he wanted, uh, as adult as he wanted, and as long as he wanted. And, um, and that's what he did. So what we have now is a four hour and two minute long film um, that we now get to see. And um, so if you're listening to this and you're wondering, like, you know, do I think, you know, that people, are going to, you know, are, are going to enjoy this. I think it's worth it. It really depends on who you are. Um, if you casually like to watch fantasy movies, action movies, um, I, no, I wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's long. Um, I think it is niche. Um, and uh, I think that if you are a, if, if you don't, if you hadn't, if you're not keeping up with these characters in in, in this recent continuity, um, if you don't watch, if you haven't seen most of the re- superhero films in the past ten years, then this film isn't for you. Um, this film is for the fans. This is for people who wanted this content. Um, this is for people who um, saw. A story end in a way. This the story of the making of this film. They saw a story end that they decided wasn't satisfying, 
and they want to see it through and, and, and see the completed vision, the real vision, the true vision. Um, you know, so I think if fans are coming to see this film because they're curious, you know, if you're curious about this, if you liked the Justice League, but you thought that there were problems with it, I would recommend this film because you're the kind of person who's curious about the material and you, you're, you're going to seek it out, you know? Um, so I, I, I want to be careful about what we say about, um, the, you know, what's changed in this movie as much, um, because I, I want to just in general recommend it or not to people based on those things. It's, it's, it's one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. If you want to see it, see it. If you don't, you're not missing anything. Um, well, and that's one of the things is, is the big question mark is how do you review this? How do you, how how do you recommend it? Because, because if you say, is it better than the theatrical version? I think what we're seeing across the board is yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Pretty much everybody's in agreement. This is better than the other version. Um, and so, so you have, you have that, uh, but then you're saying, okay, but is it a satisfying film in and of itself? Well, that's a, that's a, that's another, that's a different question. Is it a satisfying interpretation of these characters? That's a, another question is it you know like like you you can literally break this film down and say in which way am i reviewing this film <laughs> yeah because with a normal film you can look at it and say hey this this movie came out is it good i don't know it's good it's bad it's whatever but with this one it's like in what context are you asking that question right um and and that's sort of the prerequisite and you know what like this is weird because there's some history to this within within Warner Brothers and within DC. Um, this is not dissimilar from the Richard Donner cut of Superman two. Yeah. Um, so super, the the long and short of that is it's not it's not dissimilar in the behind the scenes either. So uh, Richard Donner was shooting Superman one and two simultaneously, and the producers weren't very happy with what they were seeing. And so what they did was they removed him from the project and brought in Richard Lester to finish it up. Now. Richard Donner had finished his film, but he hadn't filmed the end of it. So they stuck the end of Superman 2, which they had already filmed, onto the end of Superman 1. And then Superman 2, Richard Lester retooled and took director's credit from that. Now, that's all great. Um, but then, like, f- jump forward. That's like 1978 that this is Superman 1 comes out in 78, 2 is probably like 80 ish. Um, and then, like, flash forward to like 2006 or seven, something like that. I think it was in high school when the Donner cut came out. But that was not theatrical. That was a, a direct-to-video thing. But this um, is not dissimilar because this is also not theatrical. Um, but it is. But it isn't. Um, so, so again, like, how do you recommend this? Because with the Richard Donner cut, I've had this conversation. Do you recommend the Richard Donner cut when you say to somebody, Hey, you need to watch Superman one and Superman two. Well, do you say, I want to recommend to you this particular version of Superman two or the one that was in theaters. And so there's a million different ways that you can come at this film, um, and, and question is, is it recommendable, um, to somebody or not? Um, but but I think like before we like really go all in on this and move into spoilers and all of that, I'm interested to know, Hooper, what your star rating is for this. I think I gave it three and a half. I think that's what I okay. wrote down, um, which would be I, I made sure to rate it above what I gave uh, Joss Whedon's uh, cut. 
Sure. Um, I don't rem- I don't remember what I gave Joss Whedon's cut. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I'll give it now. Okay. Um, so now I'm going to give it a two star. And, mm-hmm. he- and here's why. It's not a terrible film. Like, I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, but it's so bland and so forgettable that it kind of just it's not I can't even say it's fine. Like, it's just. Yeah. It just, I forgot it even existed. Um, so yeah. I also gave this it, a three and a half star. It, it, it deserves, it deserves to kind of go by, thank you, go by um, the, uh, like for, for, for a Justice League film, it should have, should have had more staying power than it did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. I mean, this is the first time in in live action on the big screen that we're seeing these characters come together. Um yeah. Minus the the few that were in Batman vs Superman, but um, this is the first time we're seeing the Justice League proper. Yeah, and uh, I should I should be all over this. Yeah, no, I, I think this is this is a better uh, a better film. You know, I mean, we we this is the kind of thing. You know, th- this is one of those things that man. I, again, to get into specifics, but like. I think what I what I like about this movie more than uh, I, th- I think I think what I appreciate about this version of this film is the 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 sense of world building. There was a little bit there was a little bit of that in Justice League, the, the theatrical Justice League, obviously because that's you know the story the story is not different. It's 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 the same story. Um, but I think I I think and maybe it's just because it's more recent. But I the 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 the, the, the I kept thinking like this is based on the comic book. This is based on a comic book. Like, that's what I always think whenever these movies get silly or or grandiose. I just think like this is based on a comic book. It's based on. And I, so I kept thinking comic book panels. And so anytime like you know Aquaman's dad shows up or or who, whatever who, Willem Dafoe, um, whenever there are sides where characters are talking to characters from other franchise from their own franchises, and they're sort of I keep thinking like this is something I would see in a panel of a comic book. You know, I'm just, I'm reminding myself like, this is why this scene matters. It's adding atmosphere. It's adding context for all these people. So like, you know, it's one of those things where like, it, you know, it's four hours long, but it, it, it moves pretty, pretty well. Um, yeah, I would agree. I, I don't think it felt its length really. Like yeah. I, I never was sitting there going, Oh my gosh, get on. Um, <laughs> There's a, there are a couple of moments that I thought were cheesy and let's just, let's just get through this, uh-huh. but it wasn't for the sake of like, this film is dragging moving right. along. It's more like, Why I'm not here? into this scene, move <laughs> it along, you know? And so, how long um, is this Icelandic know, song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, or, or, you know, the scene where, where Arthur is walking uh, along a along path and he's like drinking in the. <laughs> And the waves are crashing, and I'm like, "This doesn't further the story. Move it along." Obsession by Calvin Klein. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I, and and so it's stuff like that where I'm just like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come yeah. on, come on!" I got you, I got you, but not because it's dragging, but just because I'm like, "Just give me the next thing already." Come on. Yeah. Um. And, but but at the same time, yeah, I was never checking my watch. I didn't feel like uh, I was bored at any point. I was engrossed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was captured by the film. Uh, one thing that I think uh, really makes this stand out, and maybe it's because you know I have vague memories of the previous version, which I I have not seen since theaters. I don't think. Um, is is, is this feels like a cohesive vision of one person? I agree. Which is which is great, and like you mentioned, the world building. 
for whether this was ever intended or not, um, and I have theories about this, uh, there was a good deal of world building here, like seeing these characters um, come back. Um, so, you know, as simple as Alfred or Lois and Martha or whatever, like seeing all of those characters kind of just all be in one thing kind of like made it feel like, oh, this was all intentional. You planted those seeds. Um, I don't know that it would have worked in the theater. And here's why this is my theory is that we have the benefit of seeing this after having seen Aquaman and after having seen a couple of Wonder Woman films. So when we see, for instance, Hippolyta, or when we see David Thewlis as, as, uh, Ares, or when we see, um, uh, Robin Wright, it's like, oh, I, I know those people, but I have to put myself in the position of knowing, like, I, I have now spent more time with these characters than I should have having already, like, when I would have seen this film. Or or Aquaman, you mentioned, like, Willem Dafoe or, like, uh, the Amber Heard character, Mira. Um, I know them, right, because I've seen Aquaman, but but I shouldn't know them yet. This is my introduction to them. So it, it it is weird because it feels like world building. Like, oh, cool, they got the whole gang together. It's all intentional. But then I'm like, yeah, but it shouldn't feel that way because this is this came first, right? Uh, in some of those in some of those you know uh, aspects. So um, so yeah, it has this weird effect. I think having been released now, that it's like. Oh, cool. It, it all ties together. But if this came out in 2017, 18, whenever they, whenever the original 17, came out, yeah. Um, if this came out in 2017, I would have no attachment to, uh, you know, Volko or Mira or whatever, because I haven't seen that film yet. Um, but now it feels like, Oh, cool. I know those guys. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just one of those things where it, I think it benefits from its release now, which bolsters the opinion that a lot of people have had, which is you need to give these characters solo films before you launch them in the, in this, you know, team film, yep. because I have the benefit of having seen Aquaman, yep. but I shouldn't have yet. And so that's the weird thing where I can, I have to like, when I watch this, put that out of my head. Like I shouldn't know that yet. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so yeah, but, but I, you, I you can't help yeah. it because the film was released after those. So even mm-hmm. if the story was written, you know, to not include all that context and that backstory, you know, yeah. the awareness that the audience is aware of, of, of that context yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's canon. Like, you know, yeah. you almost can't think of it like it came out in 2017 because it, it's yeah. just, it just didn't. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing where, uh, I think it benefits from its, its release, but, but yeah, I, I think that the film is better than, than the other version simply because it feels more cohesive and it feels more like Zack Snyder had a plan throughout all of this. And I can see the seeds that he was planting all along, um, where maybe the story was, Hey, we're going to start with this dark gritty world and eventually move into something a little more lighthearted. Like if Batman's arc is to be believed in this, you know, faith, Alfred faith, it's, it's like moving into this, uh, optimistic territory. Um, and maybe that was his plan all along. And you know what? 
that's fantastic. Yeah. I still disagree. I don't want to sit through two super depressing, pessimistic films to get to the optimistic one. Um, and so I disagree with this approach, but, but it at least feels like now that I've seen this, Oh, I see kind of what he was doing. And I kind of see everything he's always said he was doing that I never felt. I kind of feel it now. Yeah. Uh, uh, whether or not you, you are like me and you agree with that approach, eh, that's subjective, but I at least see where he's going. Um, a standout of course, of this movie is Ray Fisher's cyborg. I mean, everyone's pointing that out, you know, there's, I mean, with any, I think one of the things that was missing from the Whedon cut was definitely some, uh, some depth to the characters, um, yeah. and they get depth here. Um, yes. I think that, you know, I think that Wonder Woman kind of already had as much, you know, gravitas and depth as she had in the original cut, but, you know, yep. Barry Allen gets a little bit more here. Um, you know, Aquaman gets more, um, Cyborg gets a lot. Um, yep. Batman yep. gets a gets a little. I'm still kind of dissatisfied with the, um, with the, you know, the the character motivations of, of characters like Batman and and um yeah. and and the Flash, um, yeah. you know, they recontextualize the relationship between Aquaman and Cyborg. You know, in the original film, they're just bickering a lot for no reason, and in this one, Aquaman actually shows some humanity towards him. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a whole, there's just a whole, I mean, it, it's, it really is, is it, and that, and that is great. You know, it's sort of, you feel even worse for, for, um, for Ray Fisher for what he's going through, because I would want to see more of this character of cyborg. Yeah. And and to speak, to speak to that too, like there's that, there's that scene that I actually really enjoyed where they're digging up clark's body yeah um and and it's it's kind of like batman uh, or bruce and diana are over here yeah and and barry arthur and vic are over here Mm -hmm. and they're talking and it's like an actual human moment where they're just like chatting like new friends Mm -hmm. and then there's this weird moment that i think was played for comedy it's not super funny but (laughs) it 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 at least has some humanity where uh where barry is like should i wear this hat or this hat and and arthur's like let me see let me see number two let me see number one again and it's like okay that's a bottom of the barrel joke but like it at least has some humanity yeah 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 little moments like that that are just you know that matter and, and yeah, absolutely. It's so weird. And, and everyone, again, like, I don't want to, I don't want to make sure I, I don't regurgitate other, other people's critiques. You know, a lot of things in this movie, uh, a lot of the, the things that people thought that were Whedon punch ups in the original were Zack Snyder's. There's, yeah. there's no Joss Whedon in this movie. And so yeah. a lot of the, the, a lot of like, some of the the tasteless jokes, like Barry falling on Wonder Woman's boobs, or the whole rant about brunch that everyone talked about, that's gone. That was Joss Whedon, the hero of women. That was that was his stuff, yeah. and yeah. um, and, and a lot of the stuff and, and everything that remains is, is Zack Snyder, who you would think it would make you know crude jokes like that or or silly, you know, whatever. Or so no jokes or no jokes. Um, yeah. but this is uh. I, I was impressed and I was surprised with how much I enjoyed 
this cut. Um, it, 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 it st- sticks in my craw a little bit because it's just going to embolden uh, one of the worst fan bases there is, <laughs> which is the, this- well, and we've already seen it. So now restore the Snyder versus the thing. Yeah, people are and- angry that, that, that there are not more franchise films coming from these characters, despite the quote unquote success of this film. Like two things can be true at once. This film is good and we're still not doing anything else. Well, and this is what every, every fandom faces when their favorite show gets canceled. It's the show's not done how am I supposed to go on with my life? Not knowing <laughs> where this goes. Every, every fandom feels this yeah. uh, when, when a show gets cut short and that's what's happening here. You just have to come to terms with it and you can, you can have your groundswell, mm-hmm. but the weird thing is you kind of already had it. Yeah. Like this was it. This was it. Right. So, Enjoy so it. It, it really bothers me that, that they're doing it again yeah. and they're saying restore the Snyderverse. And you've heard now they're like review bombing Godzilla, Godzilla. versus Kong <laughs> yeah. because they're like Warner Brothers says no more Snyderverse. And I'm like, you just have to like move on, man. Like <laughs> I get it. I, I trust me. I get it. You, you have a show or in this case, a film that you enjoyed and you want more of. You're not going to get it. I would love, speaking of Joss Whedon, more Firefly. Not from Joss Whedon anymore, <laughs> but I would love more Firefly. It's not going to happen. It happened the once. That's all It's all I was ever going to get. Um, and, you know, so I, as much as I love various shows that got canceled early, it, it's just at some point you just have to move on. Hey, I had to move on from Hellcats, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is true. Now, if we will I never know if I can do that, anybody can do anything. It's true. Should we move? Uh, you want to go to break and get into spoilers? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's head to break. When we get back, we're going to go into spoilers for Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Um, speaking of the the fan base, the people who they have their movie and this is it. To those people, you may have your movie just once, the way you like it. But I'll always have my son. You fucks. Be right back. <laughs> Enjoy your, enjoy your, enjoy your one little, your, your tiny victory, getting your one your tiny movie. Victory. I'll admit your four hour film is good. Yes. My four year old son will grow into an adult who's awesome. Yes. Fuck your movie. My son is better. My All right. son is better than your superheroes flying around. Yeah. Yeah. At least my son will go on to do more things. Unlike your fucking universe. You <laughs> shit stain. Welcome back to the Hoopercast. <laughs> I'm going to go into and out of the break with that. Uh, welcome back. Um, new this weekend on streaming. I'm not going to open TV Guide because um, the big thing this weekend is today or beyond, which is Godzilla vs. Kong on HBO Max. Um, yep. So you can review bomb that all you want, but uh, it's still coming out. You can't stop it. Yep. And uh, yep. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, did you did you watch King of the Monsters, the last Godzilla movie? No. Oh, you should watch it. Should it's I? on HBO. Max. Is it okay? Yeah. 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 It's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> did I review that on the show? I don't remember. Uh, you anyway, did. it's you okay. Did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me it was all right. Um, it's fine. Anything's better than uh, than the, the twenty fourteen one before that. Yeah. yeah. With, with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, guy so, so so boring. Even Kevin Feige wouldn't bring him back for one division. Oh. Oh. Older women. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into spoilers now for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Continue our conversation about that movie. Also, sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to derail one more time. Sure. Also, Godzilla, the 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 one before King of the Monsters. Aaron Taylor Johnson is married to uh, Elizabeth Olsen in that film, yeah. if you'll recall. Yeah. Ooh, and that's a, year, creepy. a year later, they played brother and sister. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So I guess this is where we can use the second half of the show just to talk about um, specific points you want to highlight. Sure. So yeah, yeah. in no particular order. Yeah, no particular order. Um, is there a particular beat that you liked, especially? That I liked. Yeah. Um, shoot, I'm so used to starting with the things I hate. Um, <laughs> the, so, so, so something that I liked. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed all of the moments with Superman. I, I I felt like like this was a good return for him, and and the moment at the end where he is fighting alongside the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, really feels like Superman to me. Yeah. And, and I remember thinking the same thing in the Joss Whedon version, like this really works. Yeah. Um, but, but like there's just something super cathartic to me about seeing Superman fight alongside the justice league. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's just big for me. So, um, so I particularly enjoyed that. The other thing that really sticks out is I, I really love the new God stuff. So, um, I, I am a huge sucker for Jack Kirby's New Gods, um, which last I heard, Ava DuVernay was still writing that uh, that film. Um, I don't know if that was ever going to tie into this or if that was a complete separate thing. But the New Gods, that's the whole dark side, the side, Granny Goodness, Steppenwolf. All of that comes from the New Gods. And, uh, and so I loved all of their stuff. Um, I, I really wish we had more of granny goodness in this, but, um, but I'll take what I can get. And, um, and, and, but I really love, there's a sequence where cyborg is, um, imagining, or he's getting like this flash forward, uh, if you will, this potential future that may occur. Um, and a lot of it ties into the nightmare stuff that, that we see later in the epilogue and, and we saw snippets of in Batman V Superman, but, um, and that I didn't care for, but there's this moment where dark side is on like a war path and you see him like taking down the, the Amazons. And then there's a specific moment where he's got like an Atlantean king up against a wall, like choking him. Mm-hmm. And Darkseid's Omega vision is like zipping all around. And he and he like looks almost directly down the barrel, like right at the audience. And his eyes are like Kirby crackling like that to me. That was so dope. I love that. <laughs> and I was just like, more of this, please. Yeah. And so my brain was like, oh, Oh, is it? Are we going to see some more of this later in the film? And then we don't. 
crap. But, <laughs> uh, but I, but I, I really loved like, like I like dark side in this and, and I, I'm just a sucker for dark side anyway. One of my favorite villains of all time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just loved, uh, I, I loved that specific moment. What about you? I, uh, I liked the flash turning back time. I knew you would say that. I liked it. You're a sucker for, for speedsters. I, I, I am, but I also just like that, that, you know, cause in the theatrical, they just beat the, if I recall correctly, they just beat the shit out of Steppenwolf yeah. and it's over. And all the flash does is move a truck. Yeah. Of, like, he, yeah. Of, he gets like on a, a Russian side quest and everything. So yeah. in this one, you know, his whole job is to run around the perimeter and charge up so that he can touch Cyborg at this exact second um, <laughs> to power the mother boxes while he interfaces with them. And it's this whole team effort. And he can't, he, he fails because he gets shot. He can't heal fast enough to charge up again. And Darkseid detonates the boxes and the world ends. And as the explosion's happening, you, I just, I remember like seeing just, just seeing the explosion. I think the the second th- image you see is Barry like holding his hand up and everything's yeah. stopping, yep. and and it looks like you know it it almost looks like the layers of whatever the Maya composition that yeah. this 3D that this fake background is on is withering away, like it's de-rendering. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's so cool. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, you know, oh, okay, just got to run faster than the speed of light. Okay, you know. And I was like, oh, that's very The Flash, you know. Yes. And then he ruins it with that strange, like, dad, 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 man. <laughs> dad, listening, I'm going to be the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, whatever. I don't... Also, I'm doing this. I should be doing this. <laughs> yeah. So. Sorry, you guys, that this so, means nothing to you people listening. So I, I, I do, I really, really, I just, I kept thinking, okay, if it was in a book, if it was in a book, if it, if it was in a book. And I was just like, okay, I like the idea. I like that. I like that they, 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 they failed and Barry's going to fix it, you know, yeah. and he's going to yeah. get to him in time and he's going to interface and then it'll turn. It's just, it's a really cool, like, oh God, you know, moment. Yeah. And then the flash does something cool that probably would have implications down the road like yeah. the, you know the whole flashpoint thing so like you know it's it's one of those you know false victory things like hey we did it but uh this yeah. will have consequences it's still cool though um i was i hated that they didn't fix his run his form he still runs yeah. like a doof but yeah. they don't show it nearly as much yeah, and it's it doesn't true. look. It doesn't. He's, I mean, there, there was there were scenes in the theatrical where he's just running on that blue lightning background. I'm like, bro, this is a screen. I'm. I yes. can almost see the curtain. <laughs> you know, like it just right, looks right. so terrible. And they, it, it's very minimal. Um, yeah, most of his running is from behind, or it's you know real time, um, or it's really close up. Um, yeah. and uh, for, you know, as much as a trope it is, as it is in, in, in Zack Snyder's films, I like slow motion. I really enjoy slow motion, super slow-mo. People do not like that. Some people really don't like it. It certainly makes the film longer, but I, I do. I like it. Yeah. I love the it beginning of the whole, me. the credit, the title sequence and Watchmen with all that slow. I, I enjoy that. I think that's one of his strengths. Yeah. It's a, it's a stylistic choice. I've never had a problem with that. And so when you've got a character like the flash, uh, yeah. it's, it's a really nice tool to have in your pocket. Yep. Agreed. It, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did really, really dig that, that scene. If only for it's, you know, like visual, 
aesthetic and and mm-hmm. the visual effects and all of that. Yeah. Um, but also like from a story perspective, it it did something that the Joss Whedon version couldn't do, which is how do we take this one villain mm-hmm. and give each Justice League member something to do yeah. to help save the day. Like we couldn't have done this all al- all like any one of us alone um, as, as overpowered as, you know, Superman is sometimes sure. um, he, he couldn't have done this alone. Yeah. And so, so like that's props to Chris Terrio for mm-hmm. coming up with some way that every single one of these leaguers were necessary. Um, you know, it it took wonder woman and and Aquaman to fight Steppenwolf and keep him busy. And it took cyborg to interface with the mother boxes. And it took flash to do his part and and Batman to keep the parademons off of Mm -hmm. them and, and strategize the whole thing. They all had a role. Um, you know, because they knew like, what is, what is Batman going to do? Throw a battering at Steppenwolf? Like we have yeah. to give him something else to do. Shoot him with that grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> Doink. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I, uh, th- there were, there were aspects. Um, I thought that, um, there's, there's things that were silly and then there were things that were better. Um, yeah. You know, I still think that some Aquaman stuff was silly, like the yeah, yeah, and the just, you know, shooting through the sky. There were some physics things where I was like, okay, that was your plan, though. You're just going to fly through the air and catch one of them, and then what? Um, There's this, there's a hilarious shot where they're beating the shit out of Steppenwolf and they kick him in through this wormhole. And then Wonder Woman comes up with her, you think that's it? Like, yeah, they're going to just kick him and he's kick him back to to dark side, just send him back to his world. And then it's like that. Yeah, that overused music that happens every And she cuts his head off. Yeah. And it's like, oh oh my God. He he was, I wish that everyone had gone, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. No. Wait. Diana. But these characters are all murderers, so they they have no room to judge Diana for decapitating this this horribly beaten person. Which I want to come back to that point. But we'll, we, we, the fact we, that they're we, all murderers. Yes, and we will. Yeah, um, human life means nothing to these people. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Speaking of goofy scenes, uh, one that I, I I was watching this by myself, and I said out loud as if like I was talking to somebody. That's a little goofy, and I said that out loud. At, at, the, at the in the first scene where Wonder Woman is saving all the school children that were being held hostage, and like the guy like just is starting to mow down all of them, and she's like in super speed, like yeah. like running over there, and like she's like spinning on her knees and like no 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 all the way across this this thing, like basically if. If you were to have watched this in slow motion, she's just like shuffling on her knees and it's just the goofiest thing ever. Like when that she, like in Super Smash Brothers when Luigi runs at you and punches and he's just like Yes. <laughs> it, it really is. My and and uh, yeah, I just thought that was so goofy that she like runs down the line and I'm like, look. If you're fast enough to to move, like this is an automatic weapon, just go over that's there. Firing these blocks, just go to him. <laughs> run Don't straight do at him. All of this goofiness, like just go and, straight to him and run him through the wall. And then you know she 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 
she kills a couple of those people. And then oh, you see the blood splatter on the wall and like, then she, when she throws them into a wall. Yeah, throws them in the wall, blood splatter. A little girl goes, I want to be just like you when I grow up. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> and she's like, you can be anything you want to be. You could be a fucking a murderer. <laughs> you, you have no power, so you'll need to use a gun to murder your people. But don't worry about it, little girl. Or a van full of lime or whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. Tyler Durden uses. <laughs> right. Uh, um, so yeah, th- there's some, there's definitely some goofiness. I also thought it was really goofy that in this, for whatever reason, the Atlanteans sounded like humpback whales until they did like the underwater screw. bubble that literally like Mira swims up and she's like, <laughs> like all of <laughs> like these other people and then she makes this thing and suddenly she's like oh, oh thank god sorry she, yeah suddenly she's like, hello Arthur, how are you and i'm like you are doing that accent in james wan's movie you are not british you are not british amber heard oh she have a, an american accent and the- yeah yeah it, it's literally it, like and i can only assume james wan was like don't do eh, no one will ever see the Zack snyder cut we'll just make her american and then, and she, then this does, comes out doesn't she does she not speak in the other in the other is she not in I, the original i thought I she was remember. i think she was I thought she was but i, I don't remember I think she uh, but was. yeah no in in james wan's aquaman she just has her natural he's like you accent. gotta stop you gotta stop yeah just just quit just yeah quit. i have one over you don't do that Yes, do not. Please. I um, I liked uh, like I said, we, I love all the stuff with Cyborg and his dad, and that was all. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say much more about that. It's substantial, but my my word is simply like I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that um, the story of Victor Stone, I've always really, really liked. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this particular version of his origin story, which mm-hmm. comes from the New Fifty Two comics that ties him into the Mother Boxes and and all of that. Like in the original comics, his dad just makes cybernetic parts for him. Yeah, um, and like if Cyborg needs like a new blaster, guess what? Dude's got to make it. I Dude's got to sit down at a workbench and make it. I thought you were gonna say uh, a new bladder. <laughs> a new bladder, <laughs> my robot bladder. Um, <laughs> got the pee pee. Don't got nowhere to go. <laughs> um, have a new robot bladder. <laughs> but but yeah, so I, I'm not a huge fan. I, I I like it. I don't love it. It's fine. But but it, within the context of this film, it works perfectly. It ties him into the the threat at large. Um, I like it. It's it's great. Um, his relationship with his father and his mother, it's, it's well established. I understand his motivations. I get him as a character. Um, I completely buy that this, you know, essentially this teenage, this 18 year old dude, uh, suddenly becomes a monster. I, I really could have, I, I would have loved to have seen a cyborg solo film that really further explored, yep. like, what this does to the psyche of an 18 year old kid who no longer has his body. Yeah. Like not only do I not trust, like I don't have my body, but the one that I have, I don't trust. Um, you know, there's always like this element of cyborg. That's like how much of me is human versus how much of me is robot. And, um, you know, it's a little bit of like body horror and a little bit of, uh, like psychological, uh, thriller and and anyway, the point is, I, I would have loved to have seen more of it. Um, so I'm I'm super thankful we got as much as we did. 
I liked, um, even though it's, it does not further the story at all. I liked the Iris West scene. Um, you know, I, I, again, like yeah. it's not necessary for this film period. It doesn't, but, but it was just one of those things that where it was, it was just, I don't know. It was kind of just interesting to watch. It was a, it was a fun little short film, you know? Yeah. And, and I would agree for the most part. I think that it gets goofy when he picks up the hot dog and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing with this? Like, I don't need to see this. I liked like, it. I liked it. Cause I liked it. It was cause I thought for a second, I was like, it's a little weird, but I guess, I mean, he's poor. I guess he's going to eat the hot dog. But then he uses it to like, oh, yeah. I'm not a superhero. I was hiding over here feeding your dogs. Right. I thought it was kind of, it was very uh, Spider-Man of him almost, you know? Sure. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, to teach his own. I, I think that <laughs> it, for me, like it was great until the hot dog showed up. Uh, <laughs> so the hot dog show. That's how a lot that, of my that, stories that's, happen. That's where I go. But I love the moment where he like turns and he like breaks out of his shoes um, you know, I, I, I really love the thing that I like most of that whole sequence is when he runs up to her and he's just kind of going like, he's like tiptoes, like, slightly <laughs> slow and he's yeah. tiptoeing, but then like the ground ripples and like, you know, yeah. uh, yeah, it essentially just breaks apart underneath his feet. Like that's so good. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I will say while we're talking about, about, the flash. I'm not, I'm still not a huge fan of Ezra Miller. No, uh, he's still not it, right for this part. He's not. And, and the, you know, there's that moment before that scene. And I like uh, him in sequence. other films, by the way, like I, I think most recently sure. we talked about Stanford prison experiment. Like I like Ezra Miller in, sure. in, in roles. I don't think he's a bad actor. I just, I yeah, think yeah. he was mis. We just, he, uh, we maintain he was miscast. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I think that the, the problem is, um, exemplified in his very first scene where he's like, uh, he's, he comes across as being super like avalanche of words constantly. Um, so he's like talking to this woman that he hopes to get a job from, but he's so awkward and so talkative that it's unbelievable that this person can function in life. Um, and he's like, well, I got a monster in my, my pocket that eats paper. And he's like doing all of this stuff. And I'm like, that isn't funny. First of all. <laughs> it isn't funny. I, I know it's supposed to be humorous and the audience is supposed to be rolling in their chairs. <laughs> Not funny. And secondly, yeah, it, it, it comes across as like, I, I just I find you in, insufferable as <laughs> as Barry Allen like like and I and I'm not even going to lay that at Ezra Miller's feet. Sure, that's in the script. Yeah, right. Like that's the problem. And I get like if you're writing a character like Barry Allen and you're like, oh, he's fast. His brain works fast. He talks yeah. fast. Yes, I get it. I'm gonna run but, across the country and buy a joke book. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but or turn back time and try again. Like that joke didn't work. Uh, <laughs> The Flash could be the best comedian ever. He gets to like just try again, try try new material all the time. Just just I'll go with the funniest one, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just find it, it, it that it didn't work for me. Um, his casting and and specifically the characterization of it because I don't even think if you put somebody like super charismatic in there. Uh, that like really, really was Barry Allen from the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I still don't think they could pull that off. 
Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't lay it all at Ezra Miller's feet, but at the same time, I do say he has some role in, in the fact that I don't care for Barry as much as I could. And as much as I do like Grant Gustin and I hate to even pull the two in, but they're both flash at the same time. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to compare them. Yep. And, uh, Ezra Miller's you know, been so- on that show. It's true. So it's just so strange. Like I wish, I just wish they had written him differently. I'm sure Ezra could have done a great job if it was written differently, but it it needed to be written differently. Um, So anyway, yeah. Um, Batman. Yeah. So I still don't like how Batman is written in these movies. I don't like how he's written in this movie. I don't like that his whole motivation is I made a promise to him. Like, yeah. all right, he's not Jesus, okay? He, he it's like I, I, this guy that you're trying to kill ten minutes later dies, and he's like your best friend now. And also, you didn't really make a promise to him; you made a promise on his grave. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think that I just. I, you know, there's a lot of reasons that we've gone into in the past about why this Batman doesn't feel like Batman. Um, you know, why his actions are not the actions of Batman, not even like artistically altered. Like he's, he has complete disregard for human life. Um, and you know, the whole climax where he's mowing down parademons would be fine if you weren't reminded like, Oh, if these were like human beings trying to stop him, he'd do the same thing. He'd just, he'd just shoot them all up, you know, at least like, you know, with Batman shooting parademons, you'd be thinking, well, they aren't human. They're aliens from another dimension and that's different. And so Batman, this is the one context where you get to enjoy seeing Batman use weapons against enemies with lethal force and not feel bad or guilty. Like, yeah, it's okay. They're just CGI aliens. But the yeah. fact that we've seen him kill other humans in this yeah. film and previous films, it's yeah. like, um, I can't. I, I, I like for the first time, I'm I'm not comfortable watching a bunch of cannon fodder get killed by one of the main characters because this main character <laughs> is a murderer. You know? Yeah. 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 I agree. I think that. Um, I think that this Batman suffers from PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For (laughs) real. But, but also from all the problems set up in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, And, and so what they tried to do here is, you know, this faith, Alfred faith. I keep coming back to that line because it's like a, it's a very on the nose. Here's my arc audience. (laughs) Um, It kind of moment. And, um, and so you, you have you have this arc where Bruce is going from this murderous, like hopeless, pessimistic, cynical murderer to I just want the the, the nice guy in the red costume back and, and I'm going to help him do it. And 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 so I, I understand that arc. But one thing that I wanted to talk about is. You know, I mentioned we're going to come back to the fact that they're all murderers. Then we have the epilogue, <laughs> and the epilogue undoes the arc from this film. Yeah. Which, by the way, this epilogue was new. It's new material. This is what was newly shot for the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So so in this scene, you have Bruce Wayne. You have so you, yeah, you have Batman, you have Mira, you have Flash, you have Cyborg, and you have um, uh, Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. Um, got all of those actors back, albeit not all at the same time. Right. Um, right. And and like you know, Ezra Miller is shooting uh, Fantastic Beasts, so they directed him via Zoom, and and that was like. CG'd in Face that's why he doesn't really have any lines yeah. or anything. Um, and, and so, so this is like a new scene and, but then most notably, this also includes Jared Leto's Joker. Um, Jared Leto and, and, and Ben Affleck did not shoot this scene together. Right. Um, you never, I don't even think there's ever a wide, like there's never a wide shot with the no. two of them. I think it's always a single shot on each. Yeah. Um, or a stand and the majority in. of Jared Leto's shots are out of focus anyway. So what's the point? Um, <laughs> Could have, could have just been a, an animation. Um, and, um, and and you have this thing, and it undoes the scene because you have, like, this feeling of Batman is hopeless and helpless again. He's pessimistic again. He's like – he goes from – I'm I'm just I'm gonna kill Superman to Faith Alfred Faith and then all of a sudden back to like we're gonna kill Superman again and it's like you undid your your arc that you just like we just watched it yeah we just watched it in this film and and now you're undoing it and then they undo it even further and this is the biggest laugh of the entire film for me <laughs> literally the biggest so big in fact that my wife texted me who is upstairs and said are you laughing and i said yes because i laughed so incredibly hard at this there there's this line of dialogue and i should have written it down so that i'll say it Exactly, but I'm about. I'll, I'll paraphrase it. Um, uh, the Joker's like messing with Batman and is like a, a dead, a dead son, a dead adopted son, and uh, tragedy, crowbars, and whatever. And he's, you know, obviously talking about um, the death of Robin, mm-hmm. and yeah. and Batman says something to the effect of like. I held Harley Quinn in my arms as she died. And as she died, she told me to kill you and make no mistake. I will effing kill you. Yeah, I will fucking kill you. He says this. He says this. And that's where I lost it. I laughed so hard (laughs) for so long because I'm like, this is trying so hard to be hardcore and cool. And I'm like, you completely lost Batman again. This is not Batman. And you are undoing your arc that not only is he saying, we're going to lead this resistance and kill Superman. He's saying, I'm going to kill you too. I'm going to kill my sword enemy that is only interesting because I won't kill him. Correct. I'm gonna use a swear word. Which yes, yes, is really exactly. not on brand for Batman. He's, yeah, almo- he's like, almost beyond his 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 moroseness is almost beyond cursing. Yes. Well, I'm, he's just, I'm just like, like I could say the f word, but it won't bring my parents back. <laughs> it's true. Oh, I'm so sad. Um, my 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 thought is like, so what age does my son have to be to watch this movie with me? Like. <laughs> He has to be in high school, like yeah. ooh, great Batman flick. Um, but 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 I laugh so loud because, uh, and and this is exactly why. Like I I can give you stories on stories on stories, right? Of 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 source material and other interpretations of the character where they're talking about your one rule, you know, the mm-hmm. Dark Knight. Tonight yeah. you're going to break your one rule, yeah. right? Uh, you you have. 
literally like all these comic books, uh, the Batman hush is like, he's beating the crap out of Joker for killing Thomas Elliot. And Gordon's like, don't do it. And, and he doesn't do it. Why? Because if I cross that line, I become no different than him. Mm-hmm. And to me, there's so much more strength in character yeah. to have that be Batman's line yep. for him to say something like, I'm not going to kill you, even though you deserve death, you deserve worse than death. And especially because of what you've done to my adopted son, you deserve death and you deserve it at my hands, but I'm not going to give it to you because a, that's exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. And B that makes me just like you. So I'm not going to do that. And so that's the line of distinction. And so for this Batman just to be like, and make no mistake, I will kill you. It's so, it's so broken. That's such, and, and I guess the defense of it is it's an epilogue. It's an else worlds. It's this, it's a possible future where thing, but I'm again, you just told me that he's not killing people anymore because of faith, Alfred faith. faith. And now he's like, I got no faith. I've got faith in murder. I've got, I've got faith in my hands yeah. as I wring the life from your neck. Yeah. I got faith in this pistol. <laughs> Got faith in these guns. Yeah. Literally guns. Um, and <laughs> you thought I was talking about muscles. No. Um, guns, firearms, it, ammunition. <laughs> it's 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 awful, dude. Um, but but yeah, I no, I agree. I think that this Batman it, it can only ever reach the heights that um could be reached in this film because he's hindered by what's come before and he's hindered by this film's own epilogue. So it's like within the context of this film, you can only have so much of a good Batman Mm -hmm. and, and like, like, so you never get to see him be a detective. You never really get to see him be super smart. I guess he's working on that plane. Uh, but so is Alfred. So I don't know. And Alfred's what a Butler. So how, how smart can he be? And, and he didn't uh, get it working. Alfred's so how like smart that, is he? That cameraman from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> there are many ways in which I can help. <laughs> right. Mufasa. I mean Bruce. Bruce. Um, and and yeah, so we never really got to see him do any of the things that we would typically say as Batman. Was he ever stealthy in this? Was he ever a ninja? Was he ever like a super great uh, hand-to-hand? combatant no nope. no he drove he a lot of anything. big equipment with with guns and speaking of big equipment another moment where i laughed is is at the end of the film they show gotham city and it's like narration i forget who's narrating this cyborg maybe i forget who it was and it's like well in the end we're all great and everything's fine and everything is cool and it's before the epilogue but you yeah. know after steppenwolf is defeated and um and, and you see the shot of Batman in Gotham City, and he's standing on what has to be the largest tank I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the, the treads of this thing that yeah. he's standing on, are, it's huge. Yeah. And, it's, and, and it's like three Batmans tall, just the treads, <laughs> by the way. And, and we're not even talking about like the, the, the cockpit. Yeah. And, and like, dude, I'm like – what street are you going through in Gotham that this fits in? This is just Zack Snyder saying, how big of a tank can we give him? You know, and it's like, 
the country yeah, road. Yeah, go through city streets and the, alleys. Yeah, alley. Yeah, exactly. Rooftops. You know, like the 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 country road that that goes back to Wayne Manor. What do you have like a tree branch after you're done to erase those tread tracks so no one right. goes? Let's just follow <laughs> the tracks and find out where Batman lives. That's what that's what Robin does. He just like brushes. The, well, that's what he did. That's what he did. He's no, dead no, now. he's dead. Yeah, he's that, dead. That's how the Joker found him. He followed yeah. the he followed the treads. Yeah. Couldn't help but <laughs> noticing you were uh, trying to c- 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 clean up. <sighs> oh, and yeah, don't get me started on Jared Leto's laugh where he's he's, he's doing that that squeaky. Uh, again he, and i'm like it's not a laugh you know it was have you ever heard a human laugh Jared Leto? <laughs> do you know what laughter is my boy <laughs> um yeah I, I'm, I'm glad i watched the movie um it's a one and done for me you know i kept trying to think of it in terms of like you know imagine this is like this is like dc's little like lord of the rings-esque sort of thing like this is yeah. their you know, they're, they're, oh, it's an epic for it, sure. Yeah, it's an epic, and so like it, it I, I, I judge it by completely different rules than I judge a Marvel film, um, except sure. for the basics of structure, character, you know, arcs and stuff. So I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I didn't hate it, um, and I'm glad it exists. And I'm glad for Zack Snyder to have made yeah. it. Um, um, yeah, I'm glad he got the chance to come back and do his thing and finish it out. Yeah, and I, and honestly, I'm glad that I got to watch it. Yeah, uh, it, it 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 was an enjoyable watch. It yeah. certainly left a better taste in my mouth than the previous version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but there again, like what we both outlined are some issues that the film was never going. And and this was us going into it as well. Yeah, saying it's never going to reach the heights that a justice league film should hit. Why? Because it's hindered by the characterization that it's limited to. Yeah. And, and you know, there, I could count to hundreds of different justice league stories that are better than this one, simply on the, on the basis that the characters are more enjoyable and more faithful. There's, um, there's, an, there's an opinion out there that uh, multiple, I've heard a lot of people saying this too, like the idea that this even had to exist or that Joss Whedon's movie existed, um, is sort of just points to the failure of Warner brothers because yeah. there was a version of this film. Like, there's no reason you couldn't cut this version down to three hours and put that in theaters. And it would, and it would it'd be loads better than Whedon's version. It'd be better than this version. And yeah. it would have, you might've had more projects in, in, in the, the pipeline based off of it. Um, yeah, I, I it, think it's unreleasable in its current form. Yeah. It's four hour form. But if you cut but there, an hour, there's something here so that you much, can yeah. There's so much they could have cut and, re- and retained all of the improvements and released it. And it would have been yeah. better. And just the fact that, that Warner brothers either freaked out or just had completely misjudged. I mean, look again, like, the, the, this this version of these characters is a mistake, but the film that they turned out based on those characterizations would have been successful. Yeah, and they should have just let it be and let him do his thing. And yeah. so, you know, as much as I don't like this interpretation, yeah, I I think I would have preferred if Zack Snyder had made his Justice League 
and then maybe just League two or three or mm-hmm. whatever was planned a- a- until we get Wonder Woman two and three. Yep. And then we get, you know, whatever, like the whatever culminates in the whole thing, the big apocalypse, new gods, dark side war, whatever. Yeah. And then and then tie it in a bow. Yep. Wait a few years. Do it again. And bring out something new. And yep. that's when Matt Reeves can do his Batman. But as it is, and that's when Todd Phillips can do his Joker. But because as it is, it's just a hodgepodge of messy stuff where I'm now looking at it going, yeah, is Shazam in this or is Shazam not in this? Is Aquaman in this? I don't even know if Aquaman's in this. (laughs) Is, Is Wonder Woman 1984 in this? I don't think so because she learns to fly, but she doesn't in this film fly ever. Yeah. I don't I like I don't know in 1984 she moved past Steve Trevor and in this film she's like I knew a guy that would love to fly these planes and I'm yeah. like you're not over him you're not over him Stop. And does everybody remember the whole incident with Pedro Pascal or no <laughs> yeah yeah ah all right yeah that's it that's it that's as far as we're gonna go um Thanks for this listening. This is as far as Zack Snyder's universe is going to go. Oh. Oh. Um, so next week we'll talk about some other stuff. We've got some film news that we didn't go into this week. Um, probably. And I've got banked a couple films uh, last week as well. Um, so yeah, got some stuff to talk about. Creeping up to 300 and um, it's going to be great. Sweet. Yeah, man. Enjoy my new digs. I think it'll make the show a little easier for me as well. So that's good. Sweet. Can't complain. No. All right, y'all. Have a good one. See you next week. Bye.